Hi everybody, before I jump into this episode, I want to let you know that the Money Medicine Clinic podcast is sponsored by my private members club, the Abundance Clinic Membership. This membership is filled with tools to help you manage your money with confidence and it is expanding all the time. So we often have guest sessions on all sorts of topics ranging from budgeting, manifesting, mindset, saving, investing and building a side hustle and basically everything in between. And you're well supported every single month by having accountability for your actions. So we have a group money date together once a month. We have an end of the month Q&A session where you can ask any questions of any money problems that you're having. And we have a mindset session as well to help you to improve your mindset around your finances. Um, There is so much more to the membership than what I can say in this very short clip. So if you want to come along and try it out for yourself, I'm running a $1 trial and you can try it out for 30 days. Everything is included. There's nothing held back from you and you get to see for yourself how awesome it is. So I hope you'll take me up on that offer. All you need to do is check out the show notes and there is a link there for you to come and join us in the Abundance Clinic membership. We cannot wait to meet you. So I'm going to get on with the episode now. Take care. Bye bye. Welcome to this next 10 minute takeaway. And in this one, I want to talk about investing. Now, it's one of my favorite topics to talk about. And I want to to make you see that investing is not scary or difficult or time consuming or any of the things that you might be thinking about investing that is currently holding you back. Because HSBC in the UK have shown that just 12% of women are investing in the stock market or investing in general, but investing in the stock market. And that's compared to 19% of men. Now, it might not seem like a big difference, but actually for women, this is a really bad thing because we are living longer on average. So we, you know, we need a bigger pot of money to see us through our years when we're no longer working but we don't earn as much. So on average, women don't earn as much as men because we're taking more time out to have children, to look after family members, um, generally not being paid as much because you've got the gender pay gap going on. Um, So we're not contributing as much to our pensions. So what's then happening is this gap is widening and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So to plug that gap, women actually need to be learning how to invest in the stock market off their own back because gone are the days where, you know, your pension would be fully funded by your workplace and you'd be absolutely okay. It doesn't exist anymore. That's that's not how things work. So you do have to be doing things that help future you in those years when you don't want to work anymore or you want to reduce your hours or or whatever your future looks like for you. So a lot of women don't like investing because they think that it's going to be difficult, expensive. They think that, you know, they're going to put money into things that are going to ruin the planet. So, you know, no one wants to do that. You don't want to be putting things into companies that pollute the pollute the planet or um, pollute our bodies through tobacco and things like that. So what I think is really awesome is that now there's this big wave of ethical type investments that are coming through and they're becoming more and more popular over time. And I have spoken about this in the past. 
But if you are really interested in learning how to invest, you don't actually have to put money into these kind of traditional things that you think about. So often people think that they have to start trading, you know, they have to go and find companies that they can put money into and trade it and buy and sell all the time. And they think it's going to be really complicated. And and actually, that's one of the quickest ways to lose money, because that's that's kind of like gambling. When you're just trying to pick out of thin air which companies you think are going to do well over the years, actually, there's a much easier way to do it than that. And, and I don't know about you, but I really don't have time to be trawling through all of the newspapers, all of the online news, trying to figure out which companies are going to do well over the next couple of months, which ones are going to do worse over the next couple of months. I just don't have time for that. So instead, what I do is I invest in something called an index fund or an index tracker fund. You might also see it as an exchange traded fund if you're not based in the UK. And these are collections of companies. So you're not looking for one or two different companies like Apple or Microsoft or whatever. You're bundling together a group of companies. And these are collected together into a fund and you're only paying for the fund. You're not paying for every single individual companies. Because if you were to do that, then you'd be looking at hundreds of thousands of pounds per month in order to buy all of these separate companies on an ongoing basis. Whereas if you set up a direct debit with a company that sells them, you can really um, save yourself a lot of money and it makes it a lot easier for you to keep track of what's going on with just one monthly payment. You know, it's it really is as simple as that. Now, what you also need to be aware of is that these funds come in all different shapes and sizes. So you can buy a fund that is mostly made up of technology companies. You can buy a fund that is ethical. So nothing in that fund should be polluting the planet or harming people's bodies. But it de- it very much depends on whoever set the ethical fund up and what they think is ethical. So that what they think is ethical is not always what you think is ethical. So you have to really check and make sure um, but they do. They come in all different shapes and sizes. You can also look at them um, on a on a world basis. So you can have a global fund that covers a lot of big companies across the entire world. Or you can focus just on one country like the UK. There are lots of different options out there. So that's why it can it can feel a little bit overwhelming and you think, oh, where do I even start? But it really is quite simple when you actually get to the nitty gritty of, of where you put your money. So the first thing you need to do is you need to get yourself a broker platform. Now, there are lots of different broker platforms out there. This is a bit like um, going to Tesco's and doing your shopping and your click and collect person goes and gets the stuff off the shelf for you rather than you going to do it. You can't just go and buy a fund. You have to have somebody do it for you. So broker platforms will will charge you a little bit. So just like Tesco's will charge you to have a click and collect service, the broker platform will charge you. And of course, each platform has their own way of structuring those fees. Some of them are more expensive than others. Some of them will offer slightly different services than others. So you have to do your research and go and have a look in your country of whatever one applies for you. Once you've chosen your broker platform, you can then start to pick funds that go into um, various different accounts. So you've got different account types. Now, if you're not based in the UK, you might find this a little bit confusing, but you can certainly find equivalents. 
So in the UK, we've got things like a stocks and shares ISA account. So you can open one of those up and on the broker platform and then you can start your investing inside of that. Now, if you're not based in the UK, look for your own versions of these types of things. So a stocks and shares ISA in the UK is tax free. So find the equivalent of whatever you have in your country, if that applies to you. You can also um, open something called a SIP, which is a self-invested personal pension, and that's based in the UK. And that is a special type of account that will only allow you access to that money when you reach pension age, which at the moment is 55, but it will be rising to 57. And I'm sure there'll be future changes as well. There's, you know, you always have to keep your eye on these things. And you can also have just general investing accounts. So it's not linked to any tax savings or anything like that. It's just a general account that you can open. But, you know, you have to be aware that you are going to be charged fees and, and things like that and tax on those kinds of accounts. So there we go. So it's, it's literally as simple as that. Now, yes, it can be tricky to know what funds to go in there and you can tie yourself in knots trying to decide. So you can actually find platforms that have already created portfolios for you. So you don't have to pick your own ones. They will just give you a collection of funds, so exchange traded funds or index tracker funds that all come together to have a certain outcome. So you can have them um, based around how cautious you want to be with investment. So if you want to be really cautious, the funds will be more cautious funds. If you want to be more adventurous, you'll have more adventurous fund collections. But there's there's different um, ways that you can have a look at those too. So you can either have it ready made or you can do it yourself. And then the other way you can do it is there are lots of apps out there that can help you to start investing from very small amounts of money a month. So um, one of my favourites is Moneybox. Um, I used to use that in the past. I don't use it anymore, but it was it was one that I, I started with when I first started dipping my toe into investments. And it allows you to invest your pennies. So it will round up your transactions and it will invest those transactions for you. Um, there's also things like Plum and Chip. They are autobot type apps that allow you to save as well as invest. So you can split um, whenever you have a, a roundup or a saving, you can split some of it between your investments and some of it into your savings. So you've got a mixture of both. So there's lots of things out there like that too. But again, you've got to make sure that you're aware of all of the fees involved and have a look at the funds you're putting your money into. So if you really want something ethical, but you don't agree with, say, Amazon, then look at the funds because a lot of them will contain Amazon because it's not unethical in the sense that it's not polluting the atmosphere. But if you don't like the packaging or you don't like the way they treat their staff, for you, that might be a hard no, don't want to put any money into Amazon. And that's absolutely fine if that's what you want to do. But only you know that. So you have to look at what's underneath all of these things before you start putting your money into it. Now, there are downsides to investing. As with anything, you can't go through life risk free. There are risks involved with investing. That doesn't mean to say that you should not invest because life is full of risk. You know, we do have to be aware of it. So don't worry about the risk. You just have to learn how to manage it. And there are things that you can do that will help you to manage that risk, such as diversification, which is where you spread your money around into different categories. So, you know, I mentioned that there were funds perhaps based around technology or funds in different areas of the world. You can spread your money into a, vari a variety of different funds. So you're covering multiple countries across the, the world and you're also covering multiple sectors. So you've not just got technology, you've got health and you've got finances and things like that as well. 
So if you want to learn more about how to do this, I've got a really lovely freebie for you that you can download. So check out the show notes and you will see that freebie. Um, have a read of it. It gives you a lot more detail about investing and all the other types of investments that are possible for you as well. This is just my preferred type of investment. It does not mean to say that's how you have to do it as well. Make your own mind up and, and base it around what you're willing to do and what you're willing to learn about. But it's certainly there. None of this is insurmountable. You can absolutely go out there and learn how to invest. And I firmly believe that the future of investing is female. You know, we have got a lot more buying power than we realise. So the more of us that can learn to invest, the more we can have a say in how we want our world to look and we can put our money into the things that we really care about. So with that happy note, I'm going to love you and leave you and I will see you in the next podcast. Take care. Bye bye. And that's it. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Money Medicine Clinic podcast. If you want to find something else to do now before the next one comes out, then please come and join us in the Facebook group, Women Working Towards Money Freedom. This is completely free. You don't have to be part of any of my programs. This is just a place that you can join that will help you to feel more confident and in control of your finances. So I hope you come and join us over there. But you can also find me on multiple other social media platforms. So look, look for the female money doctor and you will find me. So you take care and I will see you in the next episode.